Welcome everyone to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am your host, Darry Lips, alongside my man, Gio. Hey man. Hello, hello. How are you, good sir? I am the exiled one. <laughs> yes, you are. Maybe you are. Who knows? <laughs> right, it's been... Well, I was going to say it's been quite a week, but actually it's been quite a 48 hours, to be fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all... Uh, it's all kicking off, but I suppose it's end of contract time for some and uh, and whatnot. So um, I'm guessing the biggest news to start, I suppose, is, is Matt Hardy. Um, Matt Hardy has, was it last night, March 1st? Um, yeah, as of 12 a.m. Yep, he is officially a free agent. Um, he put in his video that WWE was his home, though. Like, and may come back i mean i don't know the way it's spoken would be weird for it to be him going to aew to be honest uh he just said that they were on different pages and now he's weighing up his options um what do you think i see him going to like nwa and just just traveling about the indies and doing his thing for a little bit yeah I, like i just like the way the message like was watched I just don't think AEW, like, you know, everyone else kind of left. And I'm pretty sure that they would know if you go to AEW, that's pretty much going to squash your chance um, to come back, you know? Um, yeah. And he did kind of say, you know, WWE was his home, that we were just on different pages. So who knows? So, uh, yeah, NWA Power would be a really good place for Matt Hardy right now. Like, in all. Like, I think if that, if I was being selfish... Matt Hardy showing up at NWA Power would be very cool. Um, would be very cool. But I'm quite sad. I mean, but again, he's not really used. I mean, again, are they going to miss him? Are they going to notice him? Is it just the name, you know? I mean, I, he was doing his thing and then it's just, it's never really connected. And then he got injured and it, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, does that mean? I mean, what? What about? What about Jeff? I don't know what's going on with Jeff. I know he was down at the uh, the training center. Yeah, and he was backstage. Was he at SmackDown or something? Um, you see him maybe showing up at Raw. I mean, I've just read literally just before we started that Beth Phoenix is also on Raw to provide a medical update. I mean, I <laughs> guess this. Does this mean Jeff Hardy's contract is up? Well, no, no, because they injuries. extended his because of the injury. That's right. And they've always been super hot on Jeff. Like, I don't know, for a smaller guy, like, he seems, you know, he seems he's held in very high regard, Jeff Hardy, more than some other people that have had the issues that he's had. Like, they've always held him in really high regard. You know, like, he come back basically got straight into a Hell in a Cell match with Randy Orton. I mean, that's that's a pretty big-time match, you know? Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next now that he is officially free. Still no news on Harper, though. I was expecting... Um, I was expecting... Well, I mean, I don't think that everything's going to be pushed out in one day, but I believe today is the day for all the people... 
that were like besides the Hardys, like Harper's now officially able to do his thing. Um, the other two tag team guys are able to do their thing. The Wasteland guys. Oh, Ascension. I'm expecting them Asc- to be uh, they're Yeah, they're freed up now. Because like everybody that was on no compete clause that was released within that time mm. is able to do what they want to do now. Right. And it's funny. Like I, I, I saw on, I think it was Twitter. Yeah, I saw on Twitter. So the, um, they put out, AEW put out that um, the Exalted one is near... Uh, and Tex saying, sitting in a dead tree. And there was a guy that put on Twitter, he was like, it's Luke Harper, because when you Google sitting in a dead tree, a song called Three Three Chatters Buzzards pops up. <laughs> and I was like, come on, man, how deep do you think they go with this stuff? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, is they're playing up this Hardy thing, but at the same time, people are forgetting that Harper's now free. And, like, I think, like, it, it suits anyone that knows the sort of Brody Lee, the way Harper is... I feel like the dark he would fit the dark order better. I mean, I think Hardy would would take it over away from what they want the dark order to be. You know, um, yeah. I th- I feel like Harper would be a good fit for them, but um, we'll all have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, other than that, there's been some pretty good wrestling this week. Um, a super showdown, I suppose, was first. Go ahead. I let you. I, I let you. I let you stew on this because I know you're ready to go. <laughs> Do you know what? So when it happened, I I closed WWE Network. I turned off my PC. I sent you a message <laughs> saying nope, and uh, I went. I basically went to bed, right? And then I slept, and then I woke up, and I remembered. Now I've been watching old wrestling, as you know. Um, and I remembered when Taker beat Hogan in 92 and it wasn't really the greatest championship run at the time of what Taker was. And didn't they strip it or something? And then Flair won the Rumble. Well, um, he, was it 91, 92? He, no, it was not. You're, you're technically right. It was right at the end of 91 and it led into 92. See, what happened was Undertaker beat him with outside interference with the whole chair thing. Because he like tombstoned him on a chair, yeah, yeah. and then they had a rematch, and then Hogan cheated and threw ashes in his eyes, and then they took the belt. And but the thing is, is that so it made me think of that. Like we only got Bray as champ because of the Hell in a Cell fiasco with Seth Rollins. They just did that to calm things down. I think Bray is better without the belt. I am annoyed it was Goldberg. Like. But after watching SmackDown, I really liked the way they've set up the two matches. I thought that was great. Like, I do actually want to see Roman being beat Goldberg. You know, like, if you, you couldn't have Fiend versus if, Roman. If like, Goldberg can pull off one good match, just one good match with Roman, I'll be happy about it. Yeah. If he could bring the game that he bought when he fought Brock Lesnar a few years ago at Mania, I'd be happy about it. Yeah, if they put... Oh, and, you know, I did read that Paul Heyman's been given the script to write the Roman Goldberg stuff. I mean, I know Heyman and Goldberg are pretty tight anyway, aren't they? Um, 
And I think that will help both Goldberg and Roman Reigns if Paul Heyman is sort of puppeteering it. Um, no, I was mad. And then I sat and I thought, and then when I saw SmackDown and I saw the way they set up Fiend Cena, I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I want to see both of them. Like, all right. Here's my thing where I see it. WrestleMania, you need whoever the champions are need to do a lot of PR work mm-hmm. going on radio shows, going on television shows, going all around promoting mania. The fiend can't do that. Nah, exactly. And exactly. Yeah, like if you look across the two, you've got Lesnar as one champ and fiend as the other. That does not go into WrestleMania very well, you know? Um, and for a transitional just, champ, Goldberg does it. And as you say, if he really can just dig deep and do one last half-decent match, you know? And yeah. I suppose it's, it's not going to... Roman's not going to get booed in that match. Like, people hate Goldberg more. <laughs> like, I'm going to cheer for Roman, that's for sure. So... But I did like the way they set it up, you know? I have to say. Like, he just comes out like... Roman's not the biggest talker. Goldberg's not really. Roman just comes out like, I'm next. Yeah, right. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, why not? As long <laughs> as they don't, like, tug a war over the title like they did with Brock, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. So I remember watching yeah. that, and I was just like, why are Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar having a tug of war? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, um, and I have to say, like, staying on to super showdown i actually didn't mind i didn't mind it i thought it was good again as i said i it was i knew it was going to be a a good card for what it was and we got undertaker we did shane mcmahon his way to the trophy (laughs) (laughs) he shane mcmahon it yeah he shane mcmahon it um no i liked it again i liked it like it, it it's giving you a little bit of a preview of what him and Styles, you know, setting this whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. Thing is, like, Styles, it, it, what made me laugh is some guy on Twitter, I actually replied to him, some guy on Twitter was like, oh my God, take a berry and more young talent. And I'm like, Styles is 46. Like, <laughs> and it's been around forever. People, like, it's perfect. Mis- <laughs> people abuse the word burying. Hmm. You're buried when you're Kurt Hawkins and you're doing 136 losses and stuff like that. You're not buried when you are a champion and you drop a title to another person. That doesn't mean you're buried. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 case in point, oh, Goldberg just buried Bray Wyatt. No, Bray Wyatt's feuding with John Cena. That's not being buried. No, I like. I think Bray will be better without the title. Like, I, I think I agree with the comments of like Bray not being champ is is better. It's a better character. Like, look at Taker. Taker's hasn't won countless titles, and has probably been one of the best characters ever. You know. And he's not, you know, he's won it a few times, of course. It has to at times. But, like, it just, yeah, I just don't see it as 
what people see. I mean, did they really want Bray to be champ forever? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I don't get. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Um, and then, ready? Count. You, you got to count to nine here. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That's about as long as the Ricochet match lasts. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Woo! I think Ricochet's entrance was longer than the match, no? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was It was never going to be anything else. Like, yeah, it was never going to be anything but else. But this is the thing, Brock. People expect... They expect less from Brock Lesnar. This is him. Yeah. This is what he does. It's his gimmick. He's not supposed to be portrayed as a professional wrestler he's he's portrayed as this big ass kicker who's gonna come in and kick your ass and leave he's it's supposed to be like if in real life if i was to go up to brock lesnar i'm gonna last nine seconds yep yep that's that that's it he's an mm he's an mma ufc wrestling star the guy's a collegiate wrestling athlete if you were to walk up to him on the streets, he'd knock you out in 10 seconds. It's supposed to be realistic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was. And every time he's done it, it was. It is. Like, you know, when they're going on about Kofi, like people like Kofi and Ricochet are not going to stand up to guys like Brock Lesnar. Like, it's not going to be a thing. Like... You can have the sort of build up. Can they do it? Can they do the impossible? No, because he's mean. Because <laughs> like he's, he's he's Brock Lesnar. And plus, he needed to do it in the build up to the Drew match. Needed to be done because people need to be reminded that okay, Drew's hot right now, but this is Brock Lesnar and we love him. You know, this is what he does. But you see, know? the difference between a Ricochet and a Drew McIntyre is Drew McIntyre. A, a, a guy like Drew McIntyre, if he was to find Brock Lesnar on the street, he would put up some sort of a fight. So yeah. it's going to last a couple more than a couple of seconds. But when you got a small guy like Ricochet or Kofi, realistically, Brock Lesnar's knocking you out in 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And he did. Actually, it says it lasted a minute 30. I've just Googled. I don't think it was even that long, was it? Jeez. I think that's them being generous. 90 seconds. I think they, uh, yeah, I think it took them generous. longer to write. It probably <laughs> took them longer to write that. Yeah, I think they've included the bell and the announcer <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> um, but, like, but thanks for coming. That's how it's, it's supposed to be. Like, even in a, even UFC matches, they last that long. And that's what he's supposed to be portrayed as, as a UFC star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... In real in realism, if they're portraying him as a UFC star, he would have UFC type matches. Which he is. Which is, you know, I'm gonna come in, punch you, kick you, beat you down for a couple of seconds, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Do I do I like it personally? No, because I like the old Brock Lesnar who had a bit more to his arsenal. But it the way that they've transitioned him to this other arsenal, it it to me it's fine. Yeah, because like since he's been since he's been back, he's been booked pretty much the same way the whole time, you know? It's not like it's a shock. It's it's what it is. Um and he does it you know, very well. Like I don't look what put it this way, look what it takes in order to beat him 
to take a title off of him. It took Seth Rollins kicking him in the groin to take the title. Yeah. Realistically, if you met Brock Lesnar in real life and you kicked him in the crotch, you got a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get him down to size and get him distracted, yeah, yeah. Even the Roy- even the Royal Rumble. It didn't take Drew McIntyre alone to do it. It took Ricochet kicking him in the crotch and then them throwing him over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and they, but they, you know, as frustrating as it is, yeah, okay, I get why people hate it, but they book it very well. They book Brock Lesnar very well, and he does his thing very well. And I do still expect Drew McIntyre to, to beat him. I do. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't. But I do, ex- like, I am expecting it. Look back on every title reign that Brock Lesnar's had and how he's lost a title. Has he really ever lost a title clean? No, because even Eddie was Goldberg interference, like, wasn't it? This is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> let's go through this here. You got Big Show beat him after Paul Heyman helped him. Yep. At, you know, turned on him and Big Show hit him with a chair. Yeah. Then you had Eddie. Then you had Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Then you had Kurt Angle beat him, or Kurt Angle won the belt in a triple threat match, not by beating him, but by beating Big Show. Then you had, yeah. you know, Seth Rollins cashing in. And not beating him, but beating Roman Reigns. Yeah. Then you had you see what I like. It's a it's a pattern of anytime Brock Lesnar has lost his title, it's not been either he hasn't been the one that's been beaten, or if he has been beaten, there's been a way to cheat to, in order to beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's supposed to be it. You can't beat the man cleanly. He's supposed to be this big, powerful guy. The, unless you're fighting dirty, you're not going to take him down. Yeah, yeah. No, totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, they've done it very, very well. So, and it, I, you know? like I said, it's just, it gets me angry when people are like, oh, Brock Lesnar beat a guy in nine seconds. They're, Come on, Ricochet. Really, Ricochet? Like, realistically, Ricochet, that, that's what would happen in real life. Let's let's be real. Yeah. yeah. Ricochet wouldn't last in a real fight with Brock Lesnar that long. No, 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 no. And they always make the same stupid mistake, don't they? They charge him. Don't charge him. <laughs> like, stop doing it. <laughs> but no, you're right. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, people are, are frustrated with Brock. But the man's got a contract. The man's got a deal. Um it's it's how it is and and i think they book it really well i i do i think brock lesnar is booked exactly how it should be like there's been moments when he's put on good matches and you know daniel bryan put up a bit more of a fight and aj styles at time put up a bit more of a fight and stuff like because you'd expect them to put up a little bit more of a fight like i think like every match has pretty much gone as you'd expect it to you know um you know finn, finn um, Balor put up a fight too yeah. there was that finn Balor match yep but so, that's know, like, like, that's the that's how the man is and how he should that heck he beat Roman he he beat Roman Reigns at Mania the one year he did. like it's supposed to be that he can take you know he can take you down because he's this big guy that can kick your ass exactly and you know that Roman Reigns one everyone was so sure oh they're just passing it on to Roman Reigns he's going to be the one to beat Brock 
And, you know, no, they still kept it on Brock then too. <laughs> I mean, they could still do it with Drew. Like, yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, but yeah, Ricochet, minute and a half. Thanks for turning up. Easiest payday for Ricochet ever. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we had a couple of good tag team matches. Obviously, new SmackDown tag champs in Miz and Morrison. I was a little bit surprised at that. Um, I wasn't. I knew I could. I knew that was coming sooner or later. Cause I didn't think it was going to be so soon. But I'm really I mean, pleased for Miz now and that now that <laughs> everything's getting set up. They they cut the elimination chamber match. And it's the main one's now going to be a tag team elimination chamber. Oh, okay. It's pretty much set that it's Goldberg and Reigns and Fiend and this, and that's how that's going to be. Like, as from what I know, there's no world title elimination chamber like there usually is, or an elimination chamber to fight whoever the champion is. So it'd be a tag one and the women's one, which... I still don't see the point of the women ones. We all know Shayna's going to win that. But. Do you think they'll throw a spanner in the works and not have her win it just to like mix it up and then her earn it at some point? Or do you think it's just to show uh, no. off Shayna Baszler? Yeah. yeah. Tonight's, I mean, tonight, tonight's going to be a good one. Yeah. Like, so Shayna versus Oscar. Nice. You know, um, it's a bit of a dream women match there for me. Like I sent you but, that. Yeah, I sent yeah. you that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like when I see and it, it makes, and I realized like, oh makes, my God, that's raw. I mean, it, it makes sense after that uh, contract signing because she was the first one to attack her. Yeah, yeah. And on so. top of that, they had banger matches in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did. That so, was like Oscar's yeah. last thing before she left to the main roster was Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, WrestleMania started to take pretty decent shape. I mean, Drew Brock, you know, Goldberg Roman, Fiend Cena, Taker Styles, Orton Edge. It's pretty solid. <laughs> that's pretty solid. And like that's the thing, like, because WrestleMania is is such an event. Like it has to have some of these right. guys back for the casual fans. Like it does need Cena in it. It does need Taker in it. I get why hardcore wrestling fans may be frustrated, but you have to understand WrestleMania is like a Super Bowl, you know, they want people, all people to watch it, you know? So it has to have some names of guys that, oh my God, I haven't watched wrestling in 10 years. Oh wait, I know Cena, you know, like it needs that, you know, it's that kind of an event. Um, yeah, so I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And I'm looking forward to Raw, um, Murphy v. Black. Okay. Even if Taker does come in and interfere that, I want to, I'm hoping that they get some time to do some stuff first. I am expecting either a not clean finish or something. Um, but I'm interested to see, because they started obviously a feud with Alistair Black last week. And now obviously maybe Styles moving on to Taker. Is, is Black going to be involved in that somehow? Which would be awesome, you know? Because like, um, I just find that quite interesting. Or, you know, is Black doing something else? But... I'm quite interested to see what Alistair Black's role in this at the moment will be, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because um, obviously they, they started like it was going to start a Styles-Black feud last week until I heard obviously all about the taker. I assumed it to be Styles and Black for a bit, but um, I have to see what happens. See what happens on Raw. Um, as Seth Rollins and Murphy retained um, at Super Showdown 2. 
uh good match it was a good match um it felt like none of them like there was an i don't know for me they could all do better it didn't feel like they were all in it do you know what i mean um yeah yeah it felt like it never got started but it was a solid enough match but other than that i apart from the cage match and i think more is that that reigns and corbin are fed up of fighting each other if i'm honest I um, think that's that was just that's it. They're done. Yeah, and it was yeah. You've they've done now. It doesn't work. Um, I I wouldn't say it's worked particularly any time with those two, but this one just felt like those two are just like we don't want to do this I anymore. Mean, I'm tired of fighting him. I mean, you got people are moving on to feuds now. Dolph supposedly is fighting Otis at Mania, <laughs> so would they not make it a tag match then, like heavy machinery against? Rude and Ziggler, mm-hmm. or nope. Apparently, it's it's one just on Dolph and Otis. Interesting. Interesting. Which I I see that being relegated to the two-hour pre-show, but still, hey. Yeah, it's WrestleMania moment of kind for Otis, and we will take it. <laughs> we will take it. Other than that, no real news. Um, still, Cain Velasquez. I don't think he's even coming back now, is it? Like, I think didn't they say he's <sighs> done? Um. Yeah, it's weird. Apparently, uh, he's not even going to come back or something. We, I, 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 I thought guess, he was going to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> I guess we could touch on it of the week because, oh my, what a seven-day change can happen. Yeah. You go from feeling bad from a man to being like, well, what the hell? Not only are you injured now, but you're gone and failed a third. Oh, you failed a drug test. Yeah, Samoa Joe's in a... In a weird place. Like, literally, I sent the link saying that he was injured again. And you sent the link back saying he had failed a drug test. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, God almighty. <laughs> um, he's clearly got some issues, isn't he? He's clearly got yeah, some issues. I mean, I mean I two concussions injured, alone. That's but... what I was going to say. Is maybe being injured so much, he's just on some pain pills? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, maybe, but I think he's gonna, he, we're gonna see him off for a bit, you know, for a start, two concussions in such a short space of time would have put him off anyway, and on top of that, suspension for 30 days, there's gonna be a hell of a conversation to have after that. Um, this man just hates WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, I think he does, <laughs> I think he does, um, yeah, I think so, I think, I think he must do. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely idiot of the week. I mean, Samoa Joe's really messing up. Um, I did, I did send a new one. Um, I thought Lacey Evans was pretty close. She didn't do her research on who she was retweeting. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, she didn't. Uh, I think she just <laughs> shared it without paying any attention. Like <laughs> that guy is is such a an idiot. Like, and she's like, "Oh, my fans! I love my fans." No, no, you don't love this one. <laughs> you need to, you need to look at what you're retweeting. <laughs> yeah, so he was out saying like, "People don't like my content. I don't give a shit," and this, that, and the other. Wearing a lacy t-shirt, and I think Lacey retweeted it saying, "Lord, I love my fans," but I don't think she realized who who it was, and the comments quickly pointed her in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. So oh. it was pretty close, pretty close. Joe and Lacey were head to head. Um, right, so let's move on. Let's, 
AEW Revolution. I I loved it. I thought their card placement was weird. I think they got the order wrong, which is which on some bits. Um, but from a wrestling point of view, it was amazing. Like a big shout out for the tag team match of Hangman Page and Omega against the Young Pucks. Like big shout out to Orange Cassidy. Yeah, man. Orange Cassidy, they he's on fire, isn't he? Like people love Orange Cassidy. Like he's even got his own advert. Like no other AEW guy has his own advert. Like, <laughs> um, the way they played that off was perfect, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he got it. Like he, it's the first time that he's really actually gotten a bit more serious and physical. Mm-hmm. Because he is actually pretty good. Like I get. He's a bit of a meme. It's a bit of banter. It's it's a bit of fun, but he has actually got some talent. <laughs> like I, you know, I think it's nice that they got a chance to show that. Um, as I say, I just I think that the order, like I would have, I would have had Darby Allen and Sammy as the first match because I don't think that helped the Dark Order or the Jack Hager match. I mean, Jack Hager looked ring rusty as all hell. Um, I think uh, you could see he's not been in a ring for a while. Um, yeah, just I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had that so early on. That match disappointed. It's probably the worst of the card. And I felt sorry for the women's match because putting the women's match when you've had so many complaints about your women's match after the tag match was stupid. You know, because the crowd are now like, whoa, what, what the hell was I just watching? And they're not going to pay attention to the women's match, you know, so... Um, but the tag match was just like nothing I've seen because like it told such a good story in it too. Um, you could see like the it, Bucks didn't want to do it. I just, yeah. And then the, the even end, that, even that ending was the, you know, is he going to turn on him? Nope. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, amazing piece of business, like match of the night by far. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It was good. Um, MJF obviously got the win over Cody. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I th- the right man won, and obviously the feud will continue. I just didn't. I didn't. Really My get into problem that is, is, is they built too much on the hatred on it that it didn't deliver for a match. And it's quite clear that this is going to go on for some time. Like the whole thing has felt overbooked for match one in a series. You know, like. How are they going to make more hatred when they've put it all on the line like that? You know, um, so I don't know. It's uh, it's it's different. It was good, um, and then obviously main event. Moxley defeated Chris Jericho. <laughs> Did you see the aftermatch promo? Uh, no, I know. Is that so, what you say? It'd been a hell of a year and stuff. I, I didn't see all of it. Yeah. So basically, he starts it like he starts to talk, and the sound engineer hit his music, and he turns around, and all he does is he gets the mic, and he's just like, "Hey, wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like really loud and utter over the mic, like he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> the music stopped, but it was just the reaction of it was amazing. Yeah, and it was, a, and 
it was a really good match, actually. Those two really did deliver. I thought it was a really good main event. Um, good story that sort of built around his eye, which again they didn't they didn't really get that wrong. Um, I mean, yeah, like he I outsmired said, him. I, I thought it was quite clever. <clears throat> I told you that this is what this was setting up towards because the whole reason for Jericho to have it was because they needed their first champion to be a big name, and on top of that he was able to promote it with his crews and everything. Yeah. So what do you think next? You think Pac? From Moxley? I think you'll get at least one Jericho rematch, then they'll start shooting to whatever they're shooting towards. Because I've, I've read that there was some talk that Sean Spears is going to get a run at him too. Which surprises me. Heck, who knows? Maybe we'll get... Maybe maybe we'll get Luke Harper and Dean at one point. Ooh. Because they, they had a banger of a match in WWE at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Um But yeah, really, really good. Like I like I liked what they were doing. Like I even to be fair, I even enjoyed the Dark Order match. Um really, really good to see AEW's newest official sign in, Colt Cabana. Hey. Fair. I wasn't expecting WWE, that. So you know, CM Punk goes to one one sort of brand and he goes to the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a good win for Dark Order. They needed that win. Um, and again, it was a, it was a solid. It was a really really. And then good the te- and then you got the tease. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, this is it. This is it." Nope. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's um. It's going to be interesting. They, they've set, they're setting themselves up quite well. Um, I mean, for everything and then the news came that Brandy's going to be managing QT Marshall and uh, oh, Dust and Duck. Yeah, uh, she's going to be managing the American. They're called the night, the American Nightmares or something, which is Gold. Uh, well, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Wow. Okay, that would like, work. I can see that. And I was like, okay, I listen. <laughs> Got to find something for Brandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. She has an action figure, damn it. <laughs> and she's gone from messed up, weird, evil to doting wife. <laughs> so, um, uh, but that's fine. Um, uh, how about Cody's? How about Cody's tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> What is that? That is very cool. <laughs> it's it's his logo, but the placement. Yeah. The the road to yeah. Even didn't even Brandy complain about it. I read as well though. <laughs> didn't she even say? Hang on, I, I Listen, think I pulled I'm... it up. Yeah, she doesn't like his new tattoo. Plain and simple. I'm the one person that doesn't like the neck tattoo. I don't like it. I've said it. There it is. <laughs> I'm all cool for. Tattoos and everything, but that's a hell of a spot to get one mm. and then wrestle within days of getting it done because that's tattoos. Well, they they hurt getting them done. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do, especially then. It's gonna be really sensitive. Oh, God, you know, like um, yeah, it's gonna be really sensitive. Uh, but it it looks nice. I just yeah, it's the placement. The placement is uh, is 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 weird. 
Um, one thing I did want to touch on, Chris Jericho's tweet about congratulating Goldberg. You think that was... I uh, saw that. Think it was sarcasm? I don't know. I, between that and did you see Scott Hall's? No, I didn't Scott see Scott Hall, Hall's. I Scott Hall Jericho. said, congratulations. Guess it's time for me to come get my taser. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. I just, I don't know. Like, I, uh, Is Jericho just being sarcastic? Because what does he say? Like, some don't get it, but those who understand this business understand that Bill equals big money. Who's next? Um, maybe he's being sarcastic, but they're around the same age. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, they never really got along as it was. No. Uh, no. It didn't. Uh, he didn't want. They were. They were. They wanted to do. Well, they wanted a feud in WCW, but Goldberg was like, "I'm not putting this little dude." I, I'm not even entertaining this little guy. And then they got they got into an actual scuffle when Goldberg moved to WWE. Yeah, there was a bit when there there was some there was some issues. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, it is an interesting one. It is an interesting one. I I didn't read it as sarcasm. So I yeah. I didn't because like that's the thing. Like we just said. People that do understand See, this business know that the everyone's saying, oh, Goldberg will just be a short spike of viewers. Yeah, that's all they need him for. <laughs> they need him for like 30 days till WrestleMania is over. It's mania season. Expect mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And they need that spike. You know, people are going to look when Goldberg comes back. We are all going to watch it. We may not like it, but you are going to watch it. You know, you are going to want to watch Bray Wyatt Cena because again, I you you uh, make you you know you want Bray I, Wyatt to. I told you, end I that told demon. you exactly, and I called exactly how they were going to play that off too. Yeah, I told you, you Cena was going to be like, well, don't know what I'm doing next, guys, but see you around. Probably never going to come back. Let's let's tease a retirement. <laughs> yeah, teaser. I'm just here to say, hand the torch over. And Bray's going to come out and... I hope they let Bray win. I just can't see all the new guys winning. You know? Like, we're looking... Roman, Fiend, Drew. It's, it's a lot, isn't it, to ask for WWE? They're not going to give everybody everything they want. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is a chance for them to hand over some bits. I mean, Paul Heyman did come out and say, Drew McIntyre is ready to be the face of WWE. Uh, he <laughs> works it, earns it. You know, and you know you can clearly see Paul Heyman has clearly got his feet well under the table there. Like there's a lot of trust in Paul Heyman right now. I mean, you can tell it on Raw. Like you can see what you know that Heyman is clearly in. If you didn't know and you watched Raw, you'd be like, Heyman's wrote this. <laughs> like this mm. obvious. Um, Impact, I guess. I can. They they're doing a thing with. The first two females fighting for a male title. Are they taking it too far? (laughs) Do you think? Do you think Uh, they're going too far? uh, I mean, I just, I I can't get into it. I think it's too much now. Like now you've got two females going for the male. I mean, it's just, it's buried every male superstar almost. I can't get into it. I just, I can't. Mm. Who, who do they have that 
can be a world champion over there. They're losing people left and right. The people they're not losing are either mid-card at best or taking losses to freaking the champion over there. Yeah. I just I think they they've they've taken it. Yeah, I think they've taken it too far. Like it was a good idea. I don't think they've got the creative to to handle it. You know what I mean? I don't think like y'all, they've, they've got y'all had, y'all had something with Sammy Callahan and then y'all ruined it immediately by throwing him over to Tessa Blanchard. Mm. Why? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you've got, got guys like Mel, 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 Michael Elgin over there. Like, Elgin's good. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and then look at the, the ones for next week. Moose versus P.T. Williams. I mean, does anyone want to see P.T. Williams anymore? The North versus TJP and Falabar. And Havoc versus Sue Young in a no DQ. Like, I don't know. The TNA reunion show over Mania, Mania weekend is why P.T. Williams back. But, oh, I don't know. We'll see who's back. So, Chris Harris, Suicides, uh, Amazing Red. That's not a TNA reunion. That's not for me. <laughs> Oh dear, but yeah, I I don't know. They, I think they've taken it too far, and I think they've spoiled it. Um, and I don't think it's helped that nobody really gives a damn about Tessa Blanchard. I don't think that hype has kind of died off. Um, big shout out for two hundred five, the ten man tag team elimination match, Team NXT versus oh, Team Two Hundred Five. Speaking of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that on Gallagher? I, what is yeah. that thing? I don't know. It's different, isn't it? It's very different. Did he uh, get the 205 logo on his stomach? <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's definitely uh, different for Jack Gallagher. <laughs> like, very different. Um, I'm looking forward to that that match. The the teams picked are good. Um, where are we at? Team NXT is Leo Rush, Tyler Breeze, uh, Swerve Scott, Lorcan and Birch, and then Team Two Hundred Five is Nice, Gallagher, Kendrick, Canellis, and Davari. I think that'll be a good match. Oh, I like two that. Weeks time. Yeah, yeah. So it's Team NXT versus Team Two Hundred Five captains Tony Nice and Leo Rush. But yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to it. It's in two weeks. Um, I'm very excited. Very, very excited. So, what's coming this week? Do you think? Yeah, uh, obviously Charlotte is on NXT, isn't she? This week against Bianca Belair. Yeah. Yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah, which I think is 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 big a big deal. Um, I still like the way that they're they're booking this. I think at the minute they're booking it really, really well. Um, of course, because that match is happening at Mania too. There's going to be some matches at Mania, aren't there? To be fair. Um, yeah, I'm looking well, forward yeah. to Belair and and Flair going at it one on one. I'm assuming Rhea Ripley will appear and beat her down at the end or something. But I'm hoping that they get to have a match. Um, well, I mean, I know they, I know she wrestled last week, Charlotte, and it was like weird. The ending to that was weird. Um, yeah. I think I think last week she wrestled Belair. I don't know. I think she, I think they're having a rematch this week. But, like, 
Charlotte had her in a figure four and wasn't letting go, and then Ripley ran down really, really slow. Like, it was weird. Yeah. Like, they they didn't really save, they didn't save Belair, per se, as Ripley did a complete entrance while Charlotte just sat there with a figure four, like, arching on her leg. It was like a weird ending to NXT. Like, Ripley did her whole taunt and everything. Didn't even, like, run to the ring. And I was just like, why are we doing a full entrance? Why are you not running down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it was it's very different. It's um, yeah. Um, Liv Morgan dove over a table. She was amazing. <laughs> Did you see that on tweet that she's saying that she's been practicing it and she, it was her diving through that uh, like tire and like, a ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> I was that just was like, amazing. what the hell is this? She just launched herself yeah. over a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could see the way, was it Sarah Logan trying to react because she's like, what's happened here? <laughs> she's like, she's trying to catch Ruby Riot or something. It was amazing. I wonder, yeah, it looked really good. I like the way that all broke down. <laughs> and I like the fact that they've got those three in it because that will be like a distraction in the match uh, from Baszler, obviously, cleaning house. I mean, my guess is Baszler's going to come in last and just clean up or something is what I'm expecting. Um and then uh, the the other elimination chamber is the women's SmackDown, and only Lacey Evans is uh, announced, didn't she? Um, I think for the SmackDown women's elimination chamber match. So it's two women's elimination chambers and the tag team. Um, so yeah, so we're still getting three matches, and of course Strowman against Nakamura is at elimination chamber as well, isn't it? Um, my guess is that they'll add Rollins and Murphy. Again, um, with Joe out, that's what I was going to ask. With Joe out, what does this maybe, mean for Kevin Owens now? I mean, maybe it's Owens and Black versus. Maybe I just because that uh, my guess was that it was going to lead to Rollins and Murphy versus Owens and Joe. Is like, what I'm guessing. Well, I'm but... guessing, but I'm guessing maybe now it's because I I mean Black and Murphy have a thing and yeah, and I thought Owens that, but and... then. They did the whole Owens in him, so I'm like, thing. maybe it's maybe it's Owens and Black at Mania in a tag match. Yeah, maybe, but it just seemed interesting that they put the profits in it because the rumor is that it'll be profits again at Elimination Chamber. I just I just wonder what they're going to do with Owens, like because Owens is people love Kevin Owens, like he is a star, like he deserves a big match. I just don't see who that big match is unless it is going to be Alistair Black, you know. Um, because he does deserve a good match. Both of them do. Maybe they'll fight each other. Maybe it'll be Owens v Black. But I can't see that with all the work they've done on Seth Rollins. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, because the rumor is there isn't time to build up another program. So it's Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. I just yeah, worry yeah. For, for Owens getting lost in this shuffle. Um, and of course, Revival not being put in the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Um, they've been replaced by Lucha House Party, haven't they? I think because they're not going to reward them for not signing new contracts. Ah. It's obvious that they're going to go. I'd let them go. <laughs> let them go and be. You know? 
So we get to see Luchas probably jumping <laughs> off the top or something, you know, or taking a massive bump. Um, they did it the one. Ta- they did it the other year that they did. They had the tag chamber. Mm-hmm. That was uh, the new day and all of them, and then like Kalisto got like stuck in the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, they're always good for that. And Kalisto signed a new deal, isn't he? I'm quite. I was quite surprised at that. I was expecting him to walk or be let go, but he signed a new deal too. Um, but yeah, they're just they're good filler, aren't they? Like Lucha House Party is what they do. I still, I think, still one of my favorites is when he did the the Del Sol thing on the ladder to the to Uso. Oh my god! Still one of the bumps. I'm like, oh my god, they've just, they've just killed the Usos. Why Uso is dead? Um, but they'll be in the match. Uh, Rude and Ziggler, Heavy Machinery, New Day, Miz and Morrison, and Lucha House Party. So, um, but yeah, <sighs> quite a week. And I'm guessing there's only going to be more. Like now that Harper's obviously free, where he's going to show up, what Hardy's going to do. You know, Beth Phoenix is on Raw. So what's what's that going to do? I mean, if Hardy's backstage, does Jeff come in and be a bit of a mouthpiece? I mean... Do we expect Edge back at some point, like to at least do something on a show? I mean, I, WrestleMania. Like, I think tonight. Well, I believe they said Edge is back uh, next week, but they're okay. not like he's rumored to be there. I think either next week or something. I think tonight. I think he's gonna like. I don't think he's gonna do get too physical, but I think he's gonna attack uh, Beth. Beth, and that's gonna lead to Edge coming next week. Yeah, like shit. Well, as soon as I saw that she was, and you know, doing a medical update, I'm like, no, give, just get it off. Give, <laughs> give, give Randy Orton more ruthless aggression people to beat up because apparently that's his gimmick now. <laughs> yeah. He just hates the ruthless aggression. Do you know what I mean? He wa- <laughs> he he watched the documentary and it really pissed him off. I I loved the documentary because like I was a big <laughs> Evolution fan. I didn't know how close Mark Jack actually Mark, was to join it. I didn't realize how close he was to actually being in that group, though. I they, knew it they, was talked, man, but... they shot the video and everything. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, I didn't realize it was that close. I was <laughs> like, nah, mate, it, it doesn't look the same. Yeah, it doesn't. It wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Triple H was right. I mean, they did pick right. Um Well, I mean, it, it had to fit the roles. Batista was the muscle of them. You can't. And he was like, and he was angry back then. Like you could see he didn't enjoy the Devon gimmick. Like you could see Batista's like, this is below me. I'm better than this. And that like it played, they booked Batista well because they used that anger and that arrogance of him, like where he believed he was. But um, yeah, it was all good. All good. Oh, one last thing that the, I I listened to an interview with Eric Bischoff. Uh, talking about Tony Khan <laughs> after Tony Khan saying that WCW was badly mismanaged and Bischoff's response was, well, we didn't spend 30 million plus to be competitive with WWE's de- de- developmental territory. <laughs> I was like, okay, Eric, you know? Yeah, so the exact right here it was. I saved it. That's an interesting thing for Mr. Khan to say. He's been in the professional wrestling business for what time is it? About a cup of coffee. I think I think your coffee should still be warm at this point. And so far he's spent, from what I heard, somewhere between 30, 50 million to prove that he could be competitive with WWE's developmental territory. (laughs) 
Oh, and then at the end, as the end of the interview, he's like, call me in a couple of years and tell me what you've done that's really unique. Woo! <laughs> Bischoff doesn't pull no punches. The thing is, I think, you know, Bischoff does know this stuff. Like, had Bischoff maybe had better support and they'd not been so stupid with the guaranteed contracts, they might have, he might have been able to do something. But I think some of it was, you know, taken a little bit out of his hands. Um, oh, hold on. Yeah, here we go. So call me in a couple of years and tell me what you've done that's really unique. Call me in a couple of years and let me know how you've changed the industry. Uh, in fact, call me in a couple of years when your show is on top, if not the top original piece of programming on TNT. Call me a couple of years when you're two, three, four in all of cable programming for the night in prime time. And then let's talk about it. But until then, I'll just get another copy, coffee and see what happens. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Fair enough. Eric Bischoff, not a Tony Khan fan. <laughs> so yeah, um, but he's right. Well, like they've been in five minutes. Don't 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 be silly. Because from what I know, is Bischoff hates when people blame him for any sort of WWE failure or WCW failure because he's all like, "Well, listen here, I wasn't even around at the time that it failed." Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think... I, I think it's wrong to blame Bischoff. I mean, some of it... Some of it, sure. Like, some of the contracts that the guys were tied to, you know, unless Bischoff had, like, a long-term plan on what that was going to be. But I think, like, you know, bringing in guys like Russo, giving creative control to Kevin Nash at the time. You know what I mean? Things like that. David Arquette being champion, for example. Just... You know, announcing Mick Foley's title win really did change everything. Like, that was the biggest mistake that they, they kind of made. And that, that one is on Bischoff, though. But, yeah, I just, uh, I did like hearing him just just uh, just fight back. I did like that. Um, right. I've got nothing else on my list. No, that's it. Beautiful, beautiful. Right. Well, then, guys, we are, we are in full swing. WrestleMania has taken... Uh, taking full like the card is starting to look stacked obviously there's going to be the the battle royals there's going to be a few others thrown in um obviously we'll be back next week to review what other steps raw smackdown nxt have taken and until then don't be an idiot because geo will find you <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you next week my man all righty <laughs>